What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. This is episode 211. Sean and I are back with a Wednesday NFL pod. We went up and down the league. A little bit of a confusing week, but we did the best we could recapping it. Then we made our picks. Following that, we talked a little college football and then just shot the shit. We will be back next week. Have a little NBA as well as NFL, of course, and some college football. Enjoy the pod, guys, and we will talk to you next week. What's up, guys, and welcome into episode 211 of the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. We're here for our NFL Wednesday. I would call it a Monday rundown, too, but Tom, there's not much else to run down other than maybe the the update with Soy. How you doing? Doing all right. I cannot wait to get his balls chopped off. Um, (laughs) Apparently, they calmed down. I don't know if that's a wives' tale, but yeah, he's fine. We're fine. Went down to North Carolina this past weekend. Uh, I went to Raleigh. You know, big college area, but it wasn't for me. No? Why were you down there? Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Of course, everybody there said it was the coldest coldest that they've had that time of year in about 20 years. So, didn't even get the warmth. What were you doing down there? Oh, what was I doing down there? Um, Yeah. I was at an engagement party. Okay. Yeah, Michaela got named another bridesmaid, so... Got to do that whole thing again, you know. Be the arm candy. You weren't, yeah, that's you. You weren't able to sneak in around or anything. Were no. you, while you were down there? <laughs> Honestly, it was too fucking cold. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. but no, I couldn't. I couldn't get away with that. I don't. I don't bring the sticks unless it's a real. Unless it's a real. Uh, a real travel golf kind of thing, you know. You haven't. You haven't reached that level yet where you could just say, "Hey, honey, I promise I'll be back in time, but I'm going to go play nine. Yeah, I I don't have the balls to do that, and it's never nine. I was gonna say you're you're probably not a half in guy, right? You're not gonna sneak in a half around. You're going to play fully eighteen. Well, if I if I cannot like on a weekday or something, especially this time of year where the sun goes down at, you know, like what four forty five. I snuck in nine last last Wednesday, a week ago okay. today, but um, before we did our podcast, but. If I can get 18 and if the sun's still up and it's not pouring rain or snowing, I'm probably going to play 18. I can respect that. I can respect that. All right, man. Well, welcome back. You're in the Northeast again. Um, Daylight For me. <laughs> one of the dumbest things. Yeah, I said you're you're in the Northeast again. Um, I thought you referred to like you were here too. No, 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 no. I thought I was maybe going to be able to come back for like a gap between Thanksgiving and Christmas, but it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to, so... I'll have to do a couple extra trips next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be carrying over for the next 30 years before you know you'll have to live up here again. <laughs> <laughs> there's still some people I want to see, even you. Oh, little uh, guy. So, so, you know, there's there's still some people I got to see. It's been almost a year. But anyway, uh, Tom, we're nine weeks through the NFL season, and we're on the eve of week 10. And I think... Just about before, halfway, right? Damn yeah, you. I mean, with with... A 17-game season, there's not really a halfway point, but it's a halfway point from the amount of weeks, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, 
we didn't really give it time last week, and I know everyone under the sun has said their piece, but I think because we do the pod, we should give our statement too on the ridiculousness that was Aaron Rodgers, and it even continued into this week. And I didn't have it on our show notes, but you and I can kind of just go off the top here. I think he did a worse service to himself and to athletes overall about how the public views them than anything Kyrie's ever done. I mean, this was really bad, and obviously everybody knows what we're talking about, but just want to get your quick thoughts on his first statement on the Pat McAfee show, his one this past Monday, and just kind of what he's been saying overall, which really amounted to just a bold-faced lie back in the summer. Well, for what you said about Kyrie, at least Kyrie just doesn't say anything, right? He did his Instagram live and basically said he wants to be a voice for the voiceless, but he's never turned yeah. down the fact that he's not vaccinated and doesn't plan to get it. Listen, you know my feelings about Aaron Rodgers, and they have not changed. Um, he went full heel turn. Now he's a complete asshole. At least he's embracing it at this point. Bryson, take a page out of his book and just embrace it. Aside from that, it it's just asinine. What is what is uh, what's what was the word he used? Um, immunized. Immunized. What does that even mean? He got tested for antibodies and he somehow had them. Like what? It doesn't mean anything. What You're it either meant... va- it's a yes or no question. Sean, are you vaccinated? Yes or no. Right. Well, that's typical Aaron Rodgers, right? Trying to be smarter than everybody else, so he had his little way around the answer and, and he ended up question. making himself look stupid i wish i could have a sit-down conversation with this guy i would rip him a new asshole i'd say jeopardy you couldn't even hold blues clues come on bro <laughs> steve from blues clues is it comes off in that show smarter than you absolutely by the way 2021 needed steve back that inspirational message that came out what was that a month or so ago? that was very cool nice. that was cool that was very cool I oh, grew yeah. up. I grew up on Blue's Clues a little bit. Oh, dude, absolutely! Nostalgia at its finest. You were like what time. when Blue's Clues was on? You were like what, fifteen, sixteen? I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, from a mile. That was away. honestly, man. That was that was a low hanging fruit. Yeah, really. not as good as my Frenchie joke last week when I called when I asked you about the prostate exam. Yeah, no. Every week you seem to bring it. Um, so I know you're. I know you're fresh, you son of a bitch. But um, <laughs> yeah, I it was. The worst thing that, honestly, that he did was go back on on Monday. And he said, listen, I'm an athlete, not uh, an advocate or whatever it is. And I'm like, okay, so congratulations. Now for everybody that has looked at athletes as the shut up and dribble guys. I'm not a role model. Right, right. Uh, Don't don't look at me like that. I'm just going to go out and do what I do best, which is play football. Well, he did show. Actually, he didn't show, but um, not Aaron. Jordan Love showed uh, he was pretty good because <laughs> he sucked yeah. ass. Oh, he was horrible. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that game, no doubt. But yeah, man, I just was so disappointed. I mean, I know he's I know he's that kind of guy, and he has to be the smartest guy in the room. And he he walks around with a true level of arrogance that's not really met by many people, other than maybe Kyrie Irving. But it's just so ridiculous to me that he did that. And, and if I was a fellow athlete, if I were LeBron or if I were Wade or if I was some of the people in the NFL who have really been making changes to, to show that these are not just athletes. I mean, how many times did we talk about 
during the time of our podcast that these are people we should listen to. They're as influential in in the public arena as anybody. For him to just say that nonchalantly, I thought was absolute horseshit. Yeah, and you know he said some good things on on the. I believe he said some good things on the BLM movement and all that stuff. And some of his answers are very, very pointed and, and they make a lot but of sense. he believes in that, though. He believes in that. It's just like, dude, just say you're not getting vaccinated and we'll turn the page. Like, whatever. Right, especially when you led the media, your team even, to believe that you were. I mean, dude, if, I don't remember if you know, or I don't know if you remember that first press conference he did when he said he was immunized, but he went on to say, oh, you know, I know some of the guys in the locker room aren't vaccinated, but, you know, I don't judge them. Everybody's entitled to do what they do. If you heard that, you would 100% think he was vaccinated. I, I don't even know, man. I, I don't even like talking about him, honestly. Like, it just I don't even want to give him the time. Yeah, I just thought we should because we really didn't touch on it last week because it was fresh and new. But I know I was just I was really pissed the most about the I'm not I'm not an advocate. I'm an athlete thing because it just pisses in the face of everybody that's really done a great job of of trying to bridge that gap. Mm, That's his opinion, I guess, until he starts advocating for something else or does another fucking state farm ad. Yeah, which which we're getting pulled. I'm sure you noticed that this weekend when you were watching football. There weren't many of those. Yeah, those checks are coming in a little slower. <laughs> Just a little slower. All right, man, before we get into week nine, the Browns finally released OBJ. He cleared waivers. He can sign with any team, apparently, uh, according to reports today by Diana Rossini on ESPN. She said that he's down to the Saints, the, uh, the Packers, and the Buccaneers. Was there any team to you that stands out more for him? And did you think this was a good move on the Browns' part to just cut bait? Yeah, I mean, what does he have in in the – how many years has it been? In the three, four years that he's been there? Three years, right? Yeah, 19, 20. Two two and a half, I guess. He's had under 1,600 yards. His catch rate has gone down or his drop rate has gone up. Um, And – he just not only hasn't been able to stay on the field, the Browns' offense looks better when he's not on the field. Um, and they play better. So, yeah, it made all the sense in the world for them to cut bait with him. I guess you can officially say that the Giants won that trade, even if their draft pick doesn't pan out. Yeah, you texted me that. Um, but, I mean, what a fall from grace. Everybody loves him. He He's like the Steph Curry of the NFL with, with younger generation, but no numbers and no rings uh, since, what, the year that the Giants went to the playoffs and lost to the Packers, and I believe he had two catches for 20 yards. Um, I don't know. I I don't know about OBJ. I would do a complete heel turn if he was on my New York Jets. I would talk myself into him. But the team that does make sense for me is the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, and I misspoke, by the way. It's not the Buccaneers is the third team. It's the Seahawks. Seahawks, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's the Bucks. Uh, there was Seahawks. chirps about the Bucks, but like he would be what? I mean, Antonio Brown's having a great year, and the other two are are better than him, quite frankly. So he'd be the fourth wide receiver on that team, fifth receiving option behind Gronk if he is able to come back with what a bet, another back injury for Gronk. I don't know. Who cares? Um, I think the Saints would be the best fit for him. Uh, Callaway has not panned out as planned, and. We don't know what we're going to get out of Michael Thomas. He might be cooked. 
Well, we do know that Michael Thomas is out for the year, so you might as oh, well he is. I bring him know. in. Yeah, 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 yeah. That came out, I think, over the weekend. Uh, it was reported that he's he's done for the year. So, um, I was OBJ in, there makes sense. I was in North Carolina, so there's no news down there. They don't have no, they don't have not. internet, especially not in Raleigh. Um, <laughs> Raleigh, by the way. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I know I'm from New York City, so or from New York, and and my city is New York City, and yours as well. No matter where the hell you are. Too spread out to be a city. I, I I would I would comp it to like if you call like the Westchester area the city. Too far spread out. We didn't rent a car, we Ubered everywhere and my bank account is hurting. Oof. Yeah, I've never been down there. I mean I, I don't know much about Raleigh. I, I know people who are in like the Charlotte area and I think that's much more what Yeah, bigger city. city. Right? I'd like to get down there. That's where her friend actually lives, so I'd like to get down there and see. I think I'm going to be seeing Charlotte, so I'll let you know how that is next June or July. Excellent. Looking forward to it. But, yeah, OBJ, man, I mean, I, you comped him to uh, to Steph. I think he's more Kyrie. I mean, the younger yeah. generation loves Kyrie, and uh, he certainly is that guy with the you, – you just know that he's he's the kind of person that leaves you wanting a lot more than, than what he gives you, right? And – over the last polarizing. few years. Over the last few years, for sure. And you said the Giants won the trade. I think the Giants won the trade just by getting rid of them. I mean, obviously, Peppers has been an okay player for us. And they got, I think, Kevin Zeitler back in the trade or, or something else in the draft pick that turned out to be Dexter Lawrence, who's a, who's a very nice player. But, yeah, I, I think that whoever brings him in or wherever he chooses to go is going to know that he better be on his best behavior because then they can just cut him and who knows what the future holds. We didn't know what the future held for Antonio Brown a year or a year and a half ago and now he's a Super Bowl champion with Tampa. So, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Antonio Brown's situation was obviously a little, a little different. OBJ is a pain in the ass uh, in football terms. Antonio Brown's a little different, but same thing on the field. We don't know what's going to happen, but we'll see where he lands. I'd like to see him in New Orleans. Um he he'd be a good option there. We don't even know who their quarterback is, but I mean the what's his face? Simeon's look pretty good. Simeon looks pretty good. He he would be great there. And honestly, I, I part of me would love to just see him in Green Bay. I'd love to see Rodgers when he does come back be able to have the options of uh, of OBJ and Adams. I mean, yeah. he's talked about all this time of not being able to get guys or the front office not getting him guys. More boy, would that help, huh? Yeah, absolutely. All right, you ready to break down this week? By the way, I don't even know why we're talking about this week because I don't even know what the NFL is anymore. Oh, my God. After this what week. crazy-ass week. Yeah, this was the week to bet the underdogs, let me tell you. This was uh, this was like that one week every year that we get where you kind of have to wake up Monday and be like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, and honestly, for a majority of these games, I, I take take everything with a grain of salt. I'm really glad you said that. I, I agree with you, and I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna kind of come to that final conclusion as we talk through these games. The first one we'll talk through is your Jets. They got Thursday night. Mike White has a good first drive, then has a really good second drive, and then he's out for the game. Yeah, and uh, Josh Johnson did all he could, slinging the ball around. They ended up uh, coming back, and and I don't want to say making it interesting because the Colts still did cover. 
um, my one my one of the week last week. Um, but yeah, what can you really do? The Jets are the Jets are getting hurt everywhere, left and right. Um, Marcus May goes out with an injury. Obviously, Mike White. Tough scene for the Jets, especially because you know you might have your quarterback of the future and he's hurt. I don't know if he's going to play this week. Um, I don't know what the news is coming down the pike, but Colts look pretty good. Um, they're starting to tighten up on Carson Wentz, which is good. Um, I think you need to pull the reins back a little bit on him or else he's going to be a turnover machine. And Jonathan Taylor is going to be the rushing leader, especially with um, Henry out. Well, I got you covered, Tom. Mike White was named the starter today for this coming week against the Bills. So there oh, you go. Good, because the jersey's here. The jersey's here. I'm sure it is. Put <laughs> uh, the Zach Wilson one. We're on, very on close. Ice. The Jets are very close to having that Browns jersey with all the quarterbacks crossed out on <laughs> yes. it. Second. Well, when we get to the Panthers, I mean, you can pretty much end any Sam Darnold stuff. But, um, yeah, I think by far, you know, the disappointing thing was the momentum that you had after the Cincinnati win and Mike White playing so well. He looked like he was off to a good start. But, man, that defense, I mean, where was it that night? They just got bullied and run over the entire game which yeah. they fought for the majority of the year but that was brutal yeah they rolled over in that game i know the colts have a good offensive line but that i mean carson wentz had 10 years to stand back there in the pocket and they ran all over him too it was rough you, you hope that this coming week that the jets defense gets right because you know offense is always going to be at a premium with them no matter who the quarterback is but your, your defense has to start stepping up again and um Robert Sala's got to get his identity back there. The Giants ended up getting the win. Uh, their offense certainly didn't look very impressive, but they beat the Raiders 23-16. Jones only threw for 110 yards. They didn't open up the offense at all, but Xavier McKinney had two interceptions, including a pick six. Um, Booker had a good day running the ball, and I thought this was a good win for them. They didn't play great, but neither did the Raiders. I felt like this was a game on the Giants' schedule. There's not many that you circle to possibly win. This was one of them, and, and they got a good they got a good W here. Yeah, Raiders going through a lot, um, clearly. Giants are at home. Um, so the Raiders coming over, never seen to play well. I don't remember. I think you mentioned that on the pod. Good job by you picking them uh, to, to cover against the Raiders. And, yeah, I mean, the Giants' defense looked pretty good. And you know what? I don't know what to take away from this game aside from the fact that I think you guys are a game out of the playoffs. How are you feeling about that? You getting a little too giddy? <laughs> Do I have to knock you down? No. Um, I've seen too much from this team. I mean, they won this game, and I'm happy they won. But they didn't. They certainly didn't impress you. They didn't impress me. Did they impress you? No, not at all. I mean, I'm, I'm, this game they could have easily lost ten times over, but and I think that's them taking a small step forward in winning this game, or maybe the Raiders are just going to pack it in. Um, so you got to be happy about it, but I still don't think they're a playoff team by any means. I think they're closer to a top ten draft pick team than a, than a playoff team. I, I think the end of this season is going to be a lot like last year. I think they're going to win a few games, and you're going to look back on the first half and say, damn, how did we not close that game against Washington? Or how did we not close that game against Atlanta? They blew that game to the Chiefs. That obviously doesn't look like a Chiefs team that we thought that that they were going to be. And You have three or four losses staring you in the face that should have been wins, and you're going to look back just on the outside looking in and be like, oh, shit. And uh, that's what this Giants team is. Yeah, 
and it's not where you want to be, man. That's definitely not where you want to be. Um, what about the Raiders? You said this might be packing them in. We gave them a lot of credit for what they did after the Gruden firing, but you know, not just the Henry Rugg stuff, but Arnett, their other first round corner from the 2020 draft. He had a whole fucking he like made death threats to somebody on TikTok. They they released him. There is a lot of craziness going on, and it might just be too much. Yeah, I think that they need to clean house. I mean, obviously you can't get rid of the owner, but they need a whole reset. I mean, they have Derek Carr going for him. He's a good quarterback. I think I like Derek Carr a lot better than other people do, but aside from that, they don't really have much going on. Alive in the division still, or do you think this is the game that we circle and look back on and say, ah, this is when they lost it? I mean, you can't you – can't, they have a plus 500 record. You can't count them out. At this early, I mean, the with with the division that they're in, yeah, and it's crazy to say that because at the beginning of the year you were like, "Holy shit, they got the Chiefs and the Chargers in their division." But I mean, the Chargers, although they eked by, they they've been struggling a little bit lately, and we don't even have to talk about the Chiefs. Everybody does it for us, so. <laughs> Yeah, well, then they, they, they talk for us, too. Um, next game on the docket, Falcons beat the Saints on a walk-off field goal. You know, I thought Semyon played pretty well. They obviously are uh, – they don't have a lot of the skill position players that they thought they were going to have. Ingram, they brought him in from Houston again. He, he's a nice complimentary back. But I thought Matty Ice made a few big plays here where this is why people like us keep getting fooled with this goddamn team sometimes. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a million times where I'm like, oh, classic, you know, Kirk Cousins, Matty Ice, this is where they lose the game. But they were, he was able to get them down the field, and they were able to kick that field goal. Again, another team that's just on the fringe of the playoffs, but they can't be trusted. And the Saints need weapons. This is why I'm saying they need OBJ. Aside from Kamara, they really don't have any top-tier guys. Yeah, and you made a good point about Callaway earlier, too. I mean, he has not become the player that they thought he would. He, he got off to a really good start this season and then faded fast. Um, I think the Saints, you know, they're still in an okay spot. They obviously need good, consistent quarterback play. I don't think Simeon's a bum, but if they don't upgrade the skill positions from the waiver wire, they're, they're in trouble. Um, and the Falcons are what the Falcons are. And let's talk about now, Tom, the upset of the, of the season with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Two of this and the Jets over Cincinnati. Yeah, this is kind of we're going to forget about that Jets game. <laughs> Jaguars beat the Bills 9-6. What the fuck happened in this game? Um I don't know, man. I think I'd be I think I'd be a head coach if I could tell you. The Bills were just they laid an egg. And but here's the question. I mean, I know how we feel about the Jaguars. They're they're going nowhere fast. Um, they don't have enough talent, but Lawrence looks okay. Obviously, this wasn't a big offensive game on either side, but how do we feel about the Bills? Are, are they still the class of the AFC with with the Chiefs being down? Oh, I think we just throw this I'll game away. I'll let you answer it first. I think we just throw this game away. It's a um, Dan Campbell bury the tape kind of game. I don't know if you heard him say that, but... We're going to dig a hole and bury the tape. We don't need to talk about this. Wait, Dan gonna... Campbell? Dan Campbell? You mean Sean McDermott? No, Campbell, the head coach of the Lions. You didn't see that clip? Oh, no, I didn't. 
Yeah, he said it on like the Detroit local TV show. He went on the news and was like, "Yeah, we 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 buried we watched it once and then we just went out there and we buried the tape. We just don't even oh. need to see that one." Yeah, they God. should have they should have what? Eight tapes in the ground at this point. <laughs> well, I was wondering where you were going with that because I was like, "Oh, we're talking Jags Bills." But no, I didn't see that. Um, yeah, definitely a bury the tape game if you're if you're going to use that analogy. Uh, to answer your question, I, I I don't know. Everything in the NFL is so we're so reactionary from one week, right? And the Bills have not really beaten anybody great. Their signature win was that Chiefs game in Arrowhead back when everybody thought the Chiefs were the Chiefs, which they clearly aren't. They're going to play your Jets this week in MetLife. Who have they beaten? They lost the the Titans, which might have saved the Titans' season, and they still only have two losses. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, and it's such a cop-out answer, but I, I need time to see what they do going forward. But, man, this is about as bad of a loss as you can get. If they were in college football, you'd knock them down out of the top four. Yeah. I'm not too worried about them. I, I have to see them against the Jets. If they don't put up uh, – listen, I'm gonna, whatever, their, whatever the spread is on their points, I'm probably taking the over. But if they don't put up at least 30 points, then I'm going to be worried. 12-point spread. No, I'm talking about their over-under spread. How many points do they think they're going to score? Okay. Yeah, man, this was rough. They they better bounce back in a big way because they they lost a lot of they lost a lot of bandwagon people who were were betting on them pretty heavy. This AFC, it is it is really weird. Uh, Moving on down the line, the the Browns got rid of Odell and they beat the Bengals 41-16 in a game that was never close. I guess I'll ask you this question before we dive deeper into the game. Did you take more out of the uh, the Bengals and how they've been free-falling or more out of the Browns for saying, okay, this is what they can be? I think it's probably about 50-50. I was very impressed with the Browns because I think Stefanski's a hell of a head coach and they really know what they're doing. They they got rid of OBJ. They decided to commit to the run. They're, they're not letting Baker, who's injured anyways, do too much. He's going to dink and dunk. They're they're by far leading the league. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Deontay Johnson has to play this week because I think Hunt's on the IR and, and um, Chubb has COVID. But they, they committed to just running the ball down your throat and letting Miles Garrett and that defense wreak havoc. And, and I think they finally found their identity. That's the team that they're going to be. As for the Bengals, um, I, I think they are what we thought they were. They have... Everybody got a little bit excited two weeks ago when the, I think they were what five and two, and they were the the number one seed in the AFC. But they're reverting back to the mean. They're going to be a team that's young and frisky, and we're going to be talking about them for years to come. But this ain't their year. They need to build up that defense. They look slow, and sometimes that offense is going to lay an egg, especially against a Browns team that has a great defense, and Burrow just doesn't look great under pressure. Might have been feeling themselves a little bit too, right? Everybody's talking about how good they are. And for a young I don't know team, if you can be feeling yourselves after getting smacked around by the Jets. No, I was talking about before the Jets yeah, game. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, because that is, you know, you're going into MetLife against, the, a, you know, Mike White, and you're, you're already saying, well, all right, well, here's win number six, and then we got Cleveland, and, they're having their troubles, and there's win seven. And before you know it, you lost both of them. So I agree with you, by the way, with, with everything that you said about both teams. The identity of the Browns is run the ball, win with defense, and let Baker kind of game manage and make a couple plays a game that win, that help win the games. And 
as for Cincinnati, I mean, they have a lot of talent. They'll win games, you know, throughout the rest of the season because of it. But I'll certainly be looking to see how the attitude of this team uh, fluctuates or stays even the rest of the year. Pats go down to Carolina, to Charlotte, not to Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And they kick the ever-living shit out of the Panthers, 24-6. Mac, they're just asking him to be game manager, man. And that's more than fine when you got a defense like this. Yeah, and a running back, Harris, is playing great. Um, roll tied for you. And yep. the, pa- the Panthers, I mean, at this point now in the season, after getting off to a hot start, the Jets, speaking of winning trades, 100% won that trade. Darnold is still missing throws that he missed his rookie year, and I don't think he's gotten any better. No. Well, now he, he, he dislocated his shoulder, so he's out for four weeks, and it might be the end of his run in Carolina. I mean, I know they picked up the fifth-year option on him, which means he'll be on the roster, but they don't have to do anything with him. I mean, dude, he's bad. He's really bad. And you saw Robbie Anderson – just lose his shit on him throwing the helmet that could have been happening in new york if both guys stayed you definitely won that trade who even it doesn't wilson doesn't even have to be good moving off of him and getting anything for him was a good trade we won that trade we also used a a top three pick on him so we can't get that giddy jets fans sometimes just getting rid making making a decision like that that's not easy because there was a lot of people going into that decision where you could have made a case for saying that you should keep him. Oh, you know, he's been hurt. We want to see him play a full season. Well, guess what? He's hurt again. Well, we want to see him play a full season. Up until now, we've seen him play a full season. He isn't good uh, at all. And he has a lot more weapons in Carolina, even with McCaffrey out, than he ever had with the Jets. Um, and Carolina's free-falling, man. That defense will keep you in games. But, man, their offense is bad. And with P.J. Walker starting now, I think you can put I think you can put the nail in the coffin of their 2021 season. Yeah, if it wasn't already in the coffin. Um, and the Patriots on the other side look like, I mean, I asked you the class of the AFC. It might be New England. I don't know. There's a lot of momentum, positive momentum with them. Yeah. Moving on to the next game, Bronco- <clears throat> Broncos beat the Cowboys, Will's Cowboys, 30-16. to When I said throwaway this week, this was the biggest game for me that I just have to erase from my brain and throw it away. I just think the Cowboys couldn't get the ball moving. They couldn't run the ball. They they laid an absolute egg. And you know what? Good for Teddy Bridgewater. He slung the ball all over them, but I'm going to just this is my grain of salt game right here. So weird that it happened in Dallas too, right? Like you'd expect a game like this to have been played in Denver. I mean, time of possession was insane, bro. Like I was watching this game because I'm heavily invested with CD Lamb on a on my fantasy team, and I, I swear to God, I, I feel like I saw Dak with the ball for two seconds the entire game. Yeah, man. I mean, they couldn't run. They couldn't establish anything offensively. Dak missed throws. The Broncos defense did a really good job of not letting them get those open underneath routes converted. They were really, really pressing those receivers off the line, and and. Bridgewater had a really good game, which he's capable of doing. That's why he's a starter in the NFL. Maybe not a great one, but he's a he's a legitimate one. And give credit to that defense on the week that they traded their captain Von Miller. They they stepped up big time. This was thirty to sixteen, but Dallas worked both their touchdowns in the last five minutes. I mean, it it was a shutout as far as I'm concerned. And this felt like a typical Dallas game, right? As soon as you want to just buy all their stock and they're 
cruising and they look unbeatable. You might be right. This is a throwaway game. I'm certainly not going to overreact to it, but this could be one where you look and say off a bye or not off a bye, um, off that great win against Minnesota when you had Cooper Rush win for you, you, you go out at home and have a performance like this. Yeah. I'm going to go with the grain of salt, but I know you love so much about calling that a typical Cowboys game. You love that. Because it is. Because it <laughs> is. We've seen it. We've seen it how many years now? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I'm hoping it's an aberration given that they have a much better defense this year. They do, and they're, they're, they're an ultra-talented team in a, in a division that stinks. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next game. Ravens defeat the Vikings 34-31 to in overtime. Listen, Lamar Jackson, his first couple years in the league, I think trailing at in the fourth quarter, one of those stats, he was like 0-8 or something. He's 3-0 this year. He's making a lot of throws that he's never made before in the intermediate. He's just throwing dimes this year. Much more crisp throwing the football. He'll still have a couple of wobblers. He'll still have a couple of overthrows and underthrows. But he obviously has all the athleticism and the ability to run, and now he's starting to pair it with the ability to pass. As for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, man. This is your boy, and he just does it again (laughs) and chokes up the game. Anthony Barr makes an incredible – is it Anthony Barr? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes an incredible play play where he tips it and then falling away, his body going one way, his arms going the other, picks off Lamar in overtime to give them decent – That's a 270-pound man too. (laughs) Yes, to give them them a chance to win the game. And the Vikings go three and out and punt on two – excuse me, three of the most – Vanilla, disgusting plays I've ever seen. And it's crazy because at the end of the fourth quarter, Kirk Cousins is losing and he needs to drive the team down the field to send it to overtime. And it was surgical. It was it was like I was watching Tom Brady in a two-minute drill because he didn't have the win in his hands. It was for a tie. And then you tell the guy, oh, you got to go win the game now? And he folds like a cheap fucking lawn chair. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of the, uh, I think it was week two game uh, at Arizona. Same thing. Bring yeah. it back for a tie. You can make a play to win the game and you don't. Yeah, this is Kirk Cousins in a nutshell. This is the Vikings franchise. If, in listen, a nutshell. If, if, if these games were, if, if, you, if you didn't tell Kirk Cousins that these games were only three, three and a half quarters, I mean, he'd be the best quarterback in the league. Oh, he'd be, he would be a gold jacket first ballot <laughs> Hall of Famer. I mean, no no doubt. My, he'd be making my MVP proclamation from three years ago look really fucking good. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, to me, we know what the Vikings are. They're, they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot maybe in a log-jammed NFC wildcard race. But, to me, this is all about Lamar and the Ravens. Uh, we knocked him, like you said, all these years for not being able to come back and the blueprint to beating the Ravens was get up early. They can't come back on you. Lamar's going to have to beat you with his arm. And he can't. Yeah, he can now. And he's, he's converting on very high percentage throws and Hollywood Brown has had a really good couple weeks. Bateman coming back opens up that offense a lot. I like their running backs with, um, uh, with Murray, with Freeman and Lev Bell, I think had a touchdown in this game. You know, none of them are, at anywhere close to what they could be or were at one point. But the three of them plus Lamar running the ball is really good. Andrews is a matchup nightmare. 
this was a huge win for Baltimore, and they've had a bunch of them this year, and they've kind of had wins. I don't know how you feel, but they've had a few wins this year. The Detroit game, that comeback against Kansas City, they come back against Indianapolis, and then this game, where you kind of look, and when you look back on teams that end up going to the Super Bowl or, or winning a title, you look back on certain games that could have gone a couple different ways, and they seem to have been the beneficiary of a lot of these close games. Yeah, and like I said, that was that was not the case the last couple of years with Lamar. It was usually either a blowout, and if the game's close and they're losing, it's a loss. And they've got the fucking Mariano Rivera of kickers, too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you get it inside the 50-yard line, and he's drilling that thing. You don't even have to. I mean, he hit, he broke the record this year on a game winner. That made yep. Dan Campbell cry, who's my guy. Dan Campbell, welcome on the pod anytime. Yeah, I referenced him twice now. Um, yeah. That, that was very emotional, and he's now he's burying tapes. It's it's great. I, I'm a big fan of his. I hope he sticks around for a while. Much better seeing him than Matty PP, right? Oh, Jesus. Night and day. All right, Dolphins, Texans. Um, do we even have to talk about this game? Well, it could have been the Deshaun Bowl, but it's, it's a Deshaun what could have been bowl, and so no. No, not at all. Both non-playoff teams. Um, I, I could only guess the amount of people that watched this game. I don't think they came across red zone once. There wasn't much to be had. No, so, and I don't uh, even think Tua played in this game. He didn't. It was a Jacoby Brissett game. So, moving on down the line. Chargers beat the Eagles. Game-winning drive for Justin Herbert. Chargers have been shaky of late, and, and Herbert's throw, showing a few chinks in the armor. But he got the job done against a lesser Eagles team. Um, is this Chargers team a playoff team? Because we know the Eagles aren't, and I really don't have much to say about them. I don't think they know who their quarterback is because Hurts is a garbage time guy. I, are the Chargers a playoff team? I think the Chargers are a playoff team. Uh, this is a I game they had to get. Yeah. Yeah, and, this and, you know, is a I'll game they had to get. I'll say this about the Eagles real fast before you give your Chargers point. I was just. They're not terrible. They fight. Like they, they, they fight. I mean, they killed Detroit the week before. They they could have won this game. Yeah, Hurts is not going to win you games, but he's going to keep you in a lot of them. And, and they could have won this game, and Chargers teams of, of recent past would have lost. I mean, saying that uh, the yeah, Eagles so saying that the Eagles killed the Detroit is like saying like a Vanderbilt beat up on on some sub bowl like a FBS school. I mean, it was 44-6. to six. I mean, that's still very impressive for a team that we say has no quarterback and, and was predicted to win, what, like four or five games of that? I mean, that's a that's a, that's an ass-kicking. But for sure, man, it, the, the Chargers are a playoff team because they've got Justin Herbert, and they have playmakers all over the field, and they finally seem to have a coach, I'm sure you're going to agree, that knows how to fucking game manage a situation with his timeouts and can do something like that. And, oh, my God. They have a field goal kicker that can ice a game like they had. Now you really are working with something which they haven't been working with for years. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree. I think the Chargers are a playoff team as well. And, again, we already mentioned it. This uh, AFC West is is wide open. Wide the fuck open. Speaking of yeah. it, Chiefs I mean, the beat the Packers. Are four and four. Yeah, they absolutely are. It's it's not a good – I feel like it's not a great division, but it's also not a bad division. Um Speaking of the AFC West, the Chiefs beat the Packers 13-7. Listen, I I feel bad for Jordan Love. It's his first game 
Um, I'm, I'm going to take it again. Another theme of the week, grain of salt. A lot of grains of salt being held out here. Um, I don't. I, he just looked like a deer in headlights. He looked lost. He was not prepared to start this game. Um, and as for the Chiefs, they are the ultimate stay away for me right now. I, I can't bet on them. I don't, I'm still scared to bet against them. Um, but their defense is putrid. We say this every week. Even with the addition of Melvin Ingram, getting him from Pittsburgh, it doesn't matter if you can get pressure on a quarterback if you can't cover a guy at all. Um, you have to be able to do both. And then for the offense, Kelsey did have a touchdown, but aside from that, it, I, I don't even know. McCall Hardman is the is the king, queen, joker, everything of drops. Oh, my God, the amount of drops that you watch Kansas City have during the course of the game lately. Just sloppy. It's like you guys are you guys are fighting for your lives out here and you're treating it like you're still a Super Bowl team. Right. A Super Bowl team that got their asses handed to them in that game last February. But yeah, man, I mean, to me, you don't take much out of this game other than Aaron Rodgers has a fuck ton of leverage because Jordan Love is not ready. I feel terrible for his mom that got stuck on the. No. Do you see that on the top of Arrowhead? That's something I would do. Last, I, I, the last uh, row. It's as if they put me in charge of the tickets. It's cold, but I would have done the same. Um, if I'm <laughs> Kansas City, good job by them. I would have but, put a TV up in the parking lot. Yeah, so I you can just said, you, know you what? can meet him when the game's over out out, out at the players uh, <laughs> at the buses. <laughs> Yeah, go out the visitors' locker room. Here are the directions. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, to me, this was a game that you don't take anything out of the fact that Jordan Love wasn't ready. Of course, he wasn't ready. He never gets first team snaps, and he couldn't handle the blitz. And this was a get right game for Kansas City, and they didn't even really look like they got right, but they got a win. And that's two weeks in a row. One against my bad New York Giants, where they held on and won, and then. This game, where it's just we're facing I a do, quarterback that can't play yet. I agree with you. They got wins um, against the two teams, and, and that's all that matters is you win the game in front of you. But they were not Kansas City Chiefs. Like they don't look to be turning the corner on whatever no. is wrong with them. No, you if you're if you're in that locker room or if you're around, you that can't team, be feeling good about it. It's almost it, honestly, it almost feels like a loss. With oh, thirteen totally points. Agree. And then totally whatever they agree. whatever they did last week against your Giants. Yeah, 20, 20 and thirteen respectively. So thirty-three against and I know that Packers defense, we gotta give them credit. They played a really good game as well. And they they hung in there knowing that points were gonna be at a premium for their offense. They tried to create some takeaways and, and man, Mahomes tried to give it to him a few more times. But yeah, just a just a shit game. And this is where I'm really pissed at Rodgers, and I'm sure Fox was too. They made this the game of the week and I mean, if Rodgers plays, Green Bay wins by three touchdowns. I don't mm-hmm. even think that's debatable. And that and that's the point there is the Chiefs are not back at all whatsoever, and that they are the ultimate stay away from me. No doubt, man. I'm not touching them either. Um, Cardinals went to San Francisco or Santa Clara or wherever the fuck they play and just killed the Niners 31-17 with Colt McCoy at quarterback, with no DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins out, and with A.J. Green out. And, by the way, Edmonds got hurt in this game, and it looks like he's out for the year. So, I mean, this Cardinals team is just clicking on all cylinders, and I feel like they're doing it still pretty quietly. Is Cliff Kingsbury a good coach? I mean, I think 
that that's still TBD, but man, does he have a lot of talent to work with on that team. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I was high on the Niners at the beginning of the year. I have a little side bet with a buddy that they'd have a better record than the Cardinals. I, I might as well Venmo him the 20 bucks now, right? Can I ask you a different, by the way, yes. Can I ask you a different question? Sure. Flip it on the other side. Do we know Shanahan's a really good coach? No, bro. His record is, like, well below 500. I mean, listen... No no disagreement from me here. He's a great offensive coordinator, but so was Norv Turner. Right. I mean, dude, you let Colt McCoy walk into that stadium uh, with a depleted offense. Yeah, and he pushed and your dicks in. just throw the ball up and down the field like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And Garoppolo had another subpar performance. I mean, that team's really in a, a strange crossroads in what they could be. You know, they were Super Bowl team two years ago, obviously, as we know. Should have, could have won that game. Had were injury and COVID riddled last year. This team just doesn't feel right. And I know we keep waiting on Trey Lance. I don't think he's ready to play. This team just doesn't feel right. I wouldn't be shocked if, as we go down the line here, that they're a team that finishes well out of the NFC West uh, contention. Oh, they're done. Stick a fork in them. Honestly, as long as they can tread water a little bit more, I'll take the Seahawks over them. Yeah, well, with Russ coming back this weekend, that'll help. Yeah. Yeah, man, they suck. They fucking suck. And I I don't like the, the way that so many people have anointed Shanahan. It's like, what have you really done? You went to that Super Bowl. Really good job. You were the OC of the biggest collapse in Super Bowl history. <laughs> what a way to put it. <laughs> well, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm in lockstep with you there. I, I don't I don't get the love. Maybe I'm guilty of it at some po- points, but he's really starting to were. change my mind for the worse. I'm not going to make a declaration on Kingsbury yet. All I'm going to say is you should have this division on wax. Or not division on wax. Yeah, you I was going to say. You're, you're, you're going to get a Our playoff. Next game. You should get a playoff yeah, spot. Yeah, should least. have a playoff spot locked in. Right. So, I mean, they have one loss. So, if you have a game like that against a division team on the road with your, basically your best players on offense out, you, you got to finish this year really strong for me. No doubt about it. Speaking of the other team that might have it on wax, we don't know. They lost. The Rams lost to the Titans without Derrick Henry. Adrian Peterson scores a touchdown in this game, 28-16 to on Sunday Night Football. Tannehill has stepped up with the absence, and he's having a little bit of a down year for his standards in Tennessee with the absence of Derrick Henry. Um, and I feel like the Rams are cap- and Matt Stafford are capable of doing this. I feel like they're capable of laying eggs. They've done it a few times now, and... I give you credit. You've called out Tannehill, and you're like, I don't know if he can, or it's now time to show that you can. And I think he, I think he heard you, man, because he <laughs> rose to the occasion. And Listen. the Titans' defense, Jeffrey Simmons was a fucking man child in this yeah, game. Yeah, and there, and that's a big question mark for them. And again, you said they only have two losses. They're going to run away with this joke of a division that they have. And if they can get this defense ired out even a little bit, then uh, listen, they can make some noise. Who was the second team they lost to? They lost to your Jets, which is still mind-boggling to me, even though they didn't have their receivers. Who did they lose to? We went through this, I thought, last week, too, and I still forget who the <laughs> hell they lost to. I, I'll look it up. Um, I, I, but either way, I mean, this was such an impressive showing, and and what a shit job by the Did they the lose Rams. to the Chiefs? 
Maybe. No, they lost to Arizona week one. Arizona. Oh, okay. So no, that's not a bad loss at all. And I promise everybody next time will remember who that loss was. <laughs> um, but dude, but I, like this was such an impressive showing by Tennessee, but an awful showing on the other end by by LA. I mean, you're playing at home. You've got that's this team Miller. that doesn't have their running back game. You got Von Miller who didn't play in this game, but you're riding high off the emotions of getting him. You're all in. And just from the jump, they didn't look right. Stafford looked bad. He Stafford, did. I swear to God, I thought I thought Goff was in. Oh my God! Right, I felt the same way. They were terrible in this game, and the defense couldn't get a stop when they needed to. We got to figure out what this team's going to be going forward, too. Yeah, and Stafford, I don't know why, but it's like I feel like he's not as good of a quarterback as. Um. As the numbers show, sometimes it's like he just zeroes in on Cooper Cup and and Woods, and they have other talented players, Van Jefferson and uh, the tight end there, Higby. They have other good players, and I feel like he just only picks on those two guys. And when they're not there, he just ends up either throwing a ball up for grabs, taking a sack, or throwing the ball away. And he's got to be able to spread the ball around a lot more. Well, and I think you're right, too, as you said in your open on this game, that this is a game that they're capable of losing. and They're, they're you know, capable of looking this way, and you're not wrong. And you just, if you're a Rams fan, you, you would just hope think, that you're far between. You would just think, even given the, the woes that I just even mentioned about Stafford, that their defense would still be able to hold up and they'd be able to muck up this game. Well, Stafford did lose them that game a little bit i mean he had a bad pick and then he threw yeah. that terrible one out of the end zone he did his best carson wentz imitation on that one and threw it right to i think it was simmons who just walked it into the end zone i think the titans got two touchdowns in the span of like 50 seconds yeah and you're right i mean even with the defense there's not much you can do when stafford's giving the other team the ball especially on a pick six I don't know. I, I need to see more out of Stafford. Uh, I guess Kingsbury likes him a little bit more than I do because the guy's never won. I understand he was on less talented teams, and he always zeroes in on his best wide receiver. You saw it with, obviously, Megatron. Don't really blame him for that because I'd probably, I'd probably yeah, zero in on Megatron. But on you saw it with Marvin Jones picking on – he would always force the ball to him. And then in, in recent years, he Kenny Galladay. Agree across the board. Um, last thing on this. Is Tennessee the best team in the NFL right now? Besides their record, throw out records. No, Arizona is. is. Yeah? Yeah, they're more talented. Are they more – have what they've done be, has been more impressive to yes. you than what Tennessee's done? Okay. Listen, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not saying that I'm not impressed by Tennessee. I think what they've done, especially given losing Henry, has been excellent. But I, I just think Arizona – even with Cliff Kingsbury, has been the more impressive team. I mean, come on, Colt McCoy? I saw Colt McCoy, and I, th- I swear to God, I was like, I thought he's been on the Big 12 network, for, if, even if they have one, for like 10 years. <laughs> he was the Giants' backup last year. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe I he was still in the league. I swear to God, I thought he retired like five years ago. Dude, I thought that way too when the Giants signed him last year, and then I thought he did retire. I didn't know who picked him up, and then you see him throwing for however many yards and a few touchdowns. I was like, oh, my God. Um, They can do no wrong. I agree with you. Arizona is the best team right now. We'll go to Monday night to wrap up week nine. The Steelers beat the Bears 29-27 in a game that obviously had a lot of controversy to it. 
in the direction of the refs. Big Ben played well enough. Uh, I thought Fiolta looked really good in spurts in this game. But the Steelers do what they do at home on Monday nights. They win. Yeah, um, and Ben led a nice drive for Boswell to go down there and kick the field goal. Um, I mean, Ben Ben looks cooked. He looks washed, but he can still dink and dunk it. Um, as for the Bears, I, I was happy to see, um, what's his face, Justin Fields make some really good throws. But aside from that, they're not a playoff team. What do we care? Steelers might be, though. Well, obviously every Bears game, I'm going to say when they lose, I'm happy they lose. The Steelers, I think, are a definite playoff team. I, I would be shocked if they weren't. I mean, they've got some good wins on their ledger, and there's too much talent. They'll beat the bad teams. I, I don't think we're going to have a lot of games with the Steelers where they lose to teams that are really bad. No, it's going to be interesting to see how they play. Do they have the Browns again this year? They do. They have them one more time. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, that's a game I'm going to circle. Yeah, you have to. Uh, they won – last week 15 to 10 um their defense can win them games so you just you just ask big ben not to fuck up games for you and hey can you game manage for us like peyton and denver is last year and i think that's a formula for them to win maybe not a title but it, it allows you to at least dream of possibly fighting for a little bit of a deep playoff run yeah definitely all right you ready to recap some picks let's do it man how do we do Sean, you went two and two. I went one and three. I hit Indy. That was the um, one of the ones you got wrong. You hit um, the Giants over Vegas plus three. I miss on my Cincinnati pick minus two and a half. They're out. Never betting on them again. And then I miss <laughs> on my Buffalo pick as well as you um, minus uh, fourteen. Uh, that one we're we're not even going to mention. I, I don't know what the hell happened there. And you got the Chargers minus two and a half. That was a really good pick. Yeah, I and I got that by the skin of my balls too. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, 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 I'll take that. Uh, but yeah, I feel I felt bad for your sperm bank pick of the week. Uh, very dry in that bank this week with the uh, six points that the Bills scored. That's all right. We're coming back. We're coming back. So Tom, we obviously don't have a Giants game this week, so we're going to both take the Monday night game. But I'll let you lead off. Um, tell me how you look at your uh, Jets hosting the Bills now that you know that Mike White is playing this game. Um, Jets by a thousand. <laughs> I'm obviously kidding with you on that. Um, after last week, Bills are minus thirteen. Um, I know we're still riding high from two weeks ago with Mike White. After that loss, if you guys are for real. You got to win this game by two touchdowns or more. Give me the Bills minus fourteen. Ah, damn it! I was hoping that you were going to go a little homer pick here. No, yeah, I'm, Joe, I'm trying to win this year, bro. I know, man. I know, but sometimes you know you you can do that. I'm by not you. Pick. Listen, I went with the Giants and I was right, so I don't want to <laughs> hear it. Um, the I'm with you, by the way. I, this is the Bills. I mean, you got to take out all your frustrations on the New York Jets. And this is the this is the time to do it and have this never be a game. So give me the Bills. Yes. All right. So being that the Giants are on their bye week, Sean, you should be excited about that. You sent me a nice little uh, – you sent me the picture about the Lions losing to the bye week. That one <laughs> got like me that? good. Yeah, that one got me real good. Um, we have the Rams against – 
The San Francisco 49ers, Rams are on the road. They're still favored by four. This 49ers team, for me at least, has done nothing to lead me to believe that they can hang with the Rams, even after that loss um, this past week to the Titans. Give me the Rams minus four. I'm going to take the Rams minus four, too. Boring. I'm using the same logic here that I used with the Bills. You got to get right, take out your frustrations on a team that's not nearly as good. And San Francisco at home, by the way, they didn't. I, I forgot this. Did you remember that last year they didn't play any home games in California? They played them all in Arizona because of COVID. I was reminded this year after listening to another podcast. I forgot about that. So I had forgotten is, it too. Yeah, this is a homecoming. They're one and eight in their last nine regular season games at home. <sighs> They need to move out. They, they should go back to Arizona. Try another state. Try a different state. Maybe like Wyoming or something. I'm sure they have some open stadiums. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, they'll, <laughs> they'll embrace them out there. But oh, yeah, I bet you. Too. You never know. It could be like when uh, when there was the hurricane and the, and the Hornets moved to Oklahoma City. Then they got their own team. They love them so much. Listen, everybody knows when you're talking about markets that need teams, it's Austin – it's Portland, Oregon, and it's Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. Austin, you threw that in there for yourself? No, that's just a mark. Oh, Nashville. You throw Nashville in there, too. Okay. A lot of places, like whenever like new, like the NBA or uh, NHL or even MLB are talking expansion, the cities that always go. NBA, right? it's Portland. Seattle, baby, and Vegas. Right. Yeah, but, you know, it's, uh, I know baseball there's been talk about portland oregon and hockey as well now that they're in now they're in seattle too but uh well wyoming let's, let's start a campaign bring everything to wyoming but yeah, everybody come to wyoming too. speaking of wyoming uh what's it called um i don't have two and a half hours to set aside but uh yellowstone is back i don't even remember if it's based in wyoming but i love the show i haven't seen it shocking <laughs> jesus christ um, all right, moving on to our out-of-market games. First game I'm looking at on the docket here. Sean, I know, I think since like our first year of doing this, you and I have like vehemently avoided Thursday night football games. I can't even remember the last time I threw one on here. But this one's too juicy for me. I think Baltimore mm. is going to murder the Miami Dolphins, even on the road. Seven and a half's not enough for me. Give me Baltimore by ten. So I'm taking Baltimore minus seven and a half. I like this pick by you, and I was staring right at it, but didn't go with it. The Thursday night football three for terrified of the Thursday night game, (laughs) and I'm just not doing it. The only time, the only reason I did it twice this year was because our teams played on it. So uh, that's I'm not touching that game, but that's a good pick by you. Uh, I'm going to New England, where the Pats are two and a half point favorite against the Browns. Browns got well, read a really good game in a division win against uh, Cincinnati last week on the road. They're free of OBJ, as we talked about, ad nauseum. But I love the positive momentum of this Patriots team. They're winning how they won when Brady was really, really young. Quarterback doesn't make mistakes. You can run the ball, dominate time possession, and win because your defense is really good. And in a very top-heavy AFC and a lot of room to maneuver, this is a team that look out for in the second half of the year and I think that they're going to keep the positive momentum going in Foxborough this week so, so you're give going me New England minus two and, two and a half, half. alright two and a half yep alright final pick for you final pick for me I'm going to Arizona we've talked a lot about the Cardinals 
Ten and a half point favorite against PJ Walker and the Carolina Panthers, whose season is done. We stuck the fork in it. I don't have to wax poetic about this pick. I don't care who's playing quarterback. I don't care who's playing receiver. This Arizona team's legit. Ten and a half points. I know it's a lot. I'm gonna halfway take it. I think they win by 14 at least. Well, Sean, I put you down for just minus 10. We use the uh, Fox bet for our lines. I did they go have... on. I'm I sorry. Did what go you say? on Fox Sports. I did go on Fox Sports bet. Did it change? Because I, I I've I got the line point. at ten. I mean, take if you want me to give you ten and a half. I take the half point and run if I were you. No, we'll take we'll we'll take whatever you have. That's fine. Ten points for you. So Sean's locked yeah. in Arizona minus ten at home against Carolina. My final pick, sperm bank pick of the week, boys. You should still have some money left over from the last few. Okay, Let, let's not you know blow your load. <laughs> no pun intended on one nice. game here. Um. I am going to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, excuse me, I'm going to Washington. Tampa Bay is going to Washington as well <laughs> um, to play the Washington sure football right team. Plane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Tampa Bay is favored by nine and a half points in this game. Tampa Bay is coming off a bye. Tom Brady off a of buys is as sure as death and taxes, especially against this putrid. Washington football team. He's going to give it to him again, just like he gave it to him in the playoffs. Give me the Tampa Bay Bucks, even with the hefty nine and a half point spread for your sperm bank pick of the week. Lock it in. I like it. I like it a lot. I think Brady's going to be very happy to help you out with the sperm bank pick. And uh, you know that's my guy. I'm supposed to hate him, but I love him. Yeah, it's, he's he's like he's transcended hate. Yeah, you you. You hate him because you respect him and that he had direct affliction of pain towards your team yes. for so long. But now he doesn't anymore. And uh, you can you can truly enjoy all his glory. That is the Tampa Bay version of Tom Brady. All right, so the picks are locked in. Tom, we're already in week 10. Pretty amazing. I'm looking forward to it. You've got a lot riding on Thursday night, tomorrow night. Just quick college football here. Their week 10 is already done. New rankings. Uh, Georgia still one, Bama still two, Oregon moved to three with Michigan State out, having lost to Purdue, and then Ohio State moves into four with Cincy right on the outside looking in. Were there any games outside of that Michigan State upset to Purdue that really caught your eye this week? Cincinnati only beaten Tulsa uh, by eight points. They really need to step their game up. They got to be beaten these teams by like at least two touchdowns if they want any chance of getting into this playoff. Absolutely agree. That was not an impressive showing, and if you're going to impress the committee, you got to do that. Uh, speaking of not impressing, Alabama easily could have lost if LSU had any semblance of offense. Twenty to fourteen. Their offensive Alabama line offense. is poo poo, and if they play Georgia this year in the national title game somehow, oof. well, they'll play. They'll likely play in the SEC title. True. True. So, yeah, and yeah, the other game, the other game that stood out to me, just because I was down in Raleigh, so it was a little close to home. And there was some Wake Forest fans there um, and mm. some UNC fans as well. Wake Forest losing to UNC. They're, the ACC's hopes of getting somebody into this playoff are officially over. Officially over, and I don't think they were alive that much anyway. I think Wake beat somebody like a 70-58 to 58 or something earlier this year, like a few weeks ago. I mean, they score off. They score points, but, man, their defense sucks, and I'm happy to be done with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oregon beat Washington by 10. Ohio State beat Nebraska by 9. 
One thing that I really, I know it doesn't matter because we're not close yet, but one thing I fucking hate about these rankings is like, they have Michigan at six and Michigan State at nine. Michigan State beat Michigan head to head. How the fuck does that make sense? I think after they get to their top four, they're just like, uh, yeah, fuck it. Have the intern take care of the rest. <laughs> you just can't you can't rationalize you can't rationalize it. It makes no sense to me. And uh another game I had my eye on was A and M killed Auburn. They were uh I think tw- thirteen and fourteen heading into the week. A and M's now at eleven, Auburn's at sixteen. Um you know, you look out, if Bama somehow has one more slip up, A and M is they're the best team. As crazy as it sounds, and I know not record wise, but they're they're the best team in the SEC West right now. It's not yeah, it, but it's not the, Alabama. A and M's resume, A and M's resume is not big enough to get them in there. They got this this weekend. They play Ole Miss at Ole Miss. They got to win that game, and they're number twelve. So that's a game we got to look out for. Um, they need to win by like twenty in order to like really raise some eyebrows because then they play Prairie View and a, a not great LSU team. Yeah, that LSU game, I mean, they they can use that as their final, you know, exclamation point. And Alabama finishes up with New Mexico State, I think, this week, and then they play Arkansas and Auburn. So um, the Auburn game is going to be tough. And I swear, always man, is. they play – Always is, and it's in Auburn this year. And Auburn obviously is the a Iron top Bowl. 10 team, but they're a top 25 team. The Iron Bowl is right, and I don't – I don't like this offense right now. I mean, Bryce Young played really well to start the season, but ever since that A&M game, I know they put up a ton of points. But Their line when sucks they needed to. They're not that good. They're not good. Yeah. I mean, listen, if they're going to get into the playoff, they obviously got to win out, and their defense has to show up. Um, but I, I, this is not Alabama's year. No, it's not. I, I pretty much resigned myself to that. They're not nearly as good. I mean, Georgia right now is by far the class of the SEC. And you're not yep. going to get a 2018 where the two play for a national championship. So um, I'm just holding my holding my breath for Cincinnati, and I'm obviously hoping for another Ohio State loss uh, at some point. Yeah, you, you have to. Um, but let's talk about some games for next week. Is there anything you're really looking at? Obviously, I mentioned the one game that I think is is huge is this 12-11 matchup. I think this is. I think when Google does it, it's the AP poll or whatever. Whatever fucking writers poll they use but yep. texas a&m mississippi um at old miss this this is a massive game both teams seven and two I, you know what is it that massive because has a two loss team ever even made it into the playoff it's a great question i don't think I so like, maybe ohio state i don't remember i feel like someone has but i don't i can't recall off the top of my head that is my game of the weekend too by the way because uh, i think it it holds huge implications because not only if AM wins but if they if they dominate and I, and I say it every week now going forward every game ohio state plays every game oregon plays i mean if these teams lose one more time they're done yep and the only other and big cincinnati needs to step up yeah cincinnati needs to win by by double digits and the only other big game i've got my eye on is Oklahoma's going down to Baylor. And Baylor, according to the writers, is ranked 18th. If Oklahoma loses their game, they can kiss anything goodbye. They're ranked 4th in the in the writers' poll. Uh, clearly, they're on the outside looking in on 
the actual uh, college football rankings. But listen, if Ohio State slips up one more time, which I think they're very capable of this year, Oklahoma can easily slide in there. But this is a must win for them, and they need to win big. Great call on that game. Baylor is a good football team. They're mm-hmm. not great, but they're good, and being at home helps. Caleb Williams needs to ball out. You know, they've they've won games under him that have been really good, but they easily could have two or three losses right now. Definitely. Are we putting Penn State on home upset, upset alert uh, with Michigan coming into town or no? No, I, I don't think I can do that. Um, I think they take It's not even teams. upset alert, but do you think Penn State wins at home? No, I, 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 I don't think it's an upset. I, I just, I think Michigan's the slightly better team. Yeah, but I think they're the rankings relatively. That. Yeah, they're they're relatively they're relatively comparable. I think. I mean, Penn State had that one ridiculous. What was that seven overtime loss? Mm-hmm. But they don't have. A, they don't really have quarterback play. Michigan's quarterback play, at least, is better than it has been in the past. And. They rebounded pretty well after that rough loss to Michigan State. Yeah, I agree with you. Ohio State, um, I'm not going to put them on upset alert, obviously, but Purdue, uh, they're really going to make themselves the giant killer this this week if they can uh, this season if they can get the win this week. And I know you'd be ecstatic about that because they already beat Iowa uh, when yep. they were undefeated this year and took and murdered their college football playoff chances. Purdue's a good team, man. They're they've got some real playmakers on that team. They're 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 pretty good. They're not your typical. Ah, you know, maybe we can go in there and compete. No, they can win, and mm-hmm. I think they like having that. Everybody hates us. Nobody trusts us. Kind of kind of air, and they have a history. You know, I think they beat Ohio. They killed Ohio State. I think it was three years ago to ruin their chances at a college football playoff. I think it was like forty to fourteen or something. All right, well, that wraps up college football. Sean, you got anything else going on in your life? Really enjoying Curb. Uh, I mm. like this season a lot. I know. Too. Episode three, a lot of people were like, yeah, it wasn't that great. Dude, I, it's I, great. I like it. I, uh, the, Leon, so the Leon, like, soliloquy or whatever, the Leon, like, oh, part with so the dog, great. that so alone great. was, like, a highlight. It's so good. I could rewatch that all day, every day. Yeah, um, you should follow so Curb loving- Clips on Instagram. I know you, I know you're not a great Instagram guy, but I know you got one. You should follow that. I got one. I should. I should. Uh, recommendation noted. That's something that you could definitely get me to follow. But I am enjoying <laughs> this season, um, and I know I'm sure you've been up on it. I've heard nothing but the fact that Succession is right now is in like the top echelon of TV shows ever with the run they've been on. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm watching that show. I have not caught this week yet. A lot of shows on the docket for me. I'm, I'm watching a lot right now, including sports. But, um, yeah, I, Succession's been great this season. It's just all-out war, a lot of fun. Yellowstone, uh, I don't know when I'm going to be able to set aside two and a half hours to watch, but I will because that show's amazing. I just love Kevin Costner. Um, and then, you know what else came out? Big Mouth. Which I don't know if you watch it on Netflix. Uh, I don't even want to call it. Some episodes. I don't want to call it a guilty episodes. pleasure show because it's just so fucking funny. I've been ripping through show. that. Yes, I've been ripping yeah. through that show. It's easy watch. It's and easy The Wire watch. too. I'm I'm on like season four of The Wire. I've been just running through that one as well. You're I mean, not like that's a that. new show, but 
I need to rewatch that. It's it's been a long time. I rewatched The Sopranos two years ago. Did and you see it was the movie? One of yet? The best... Yeah, we talked about that last. I week can't even remember, dude. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I I understand some of the complaints that it was a little long winded or there were some scenes that didn't have a lot of reverence but I really do believe that the people that were the most pissed about the movie were they expected it to be like a real Tony Soprano no, it wasn't pre- about him. prequel and it wasn't about it so like if you went in expecting that you didn't get it you might have your idea a little slighted but I really enjoyed it I thought it was great have you watched any more Peaky Blinders or is that like done no that's done right now forever no just right now Okay, gotcha. The Giants only play once a week. Alabama only plays once a week, and the Nets the with Nets. Fat James Harden are floundering. So they're eight and four. They're floundering. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm gonna let you continue to say that because you need to. Hey, my Knicks are great, baby. They got smoked by the Bucks today, but that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, and you beat them Friday night. That yeah. was a good win. That was a good win in Milwaukee for you guys. Yeah, Listen, we're, man, you can't talk fun. too much shit about my Knicks anymore. I didn't. I've never. I haven't talked shit about your Knicks other Two than years. the unrealistic expectations that some people have for Julius Randle, and that's more shitting on the fans than I have on the team. The team's fun to watch; they're a good team. But yeah, I mean, next week before we talk on Wednesday, the Nets will play the Warriors uh, in Brooklyn, and that should be a great game because the Warriors are nine and one. And we'll do a little NBA next week. Yes, we will, and then we'll be back to Monday rundowns whenever we feel like it. How about that? I like that. I mean, you and I talked before the pod. I mean, we're in the early part of the of the NBA season. Unless a huge story breaks, there's not a lot to talk about uh, every week other than our teams. And, you know, they're both fine in their way. Um, ben Simmons hasn't been traded yet. Kyrie hasn't played yet. And that's basically it. Yeah, I, I will say I do think Kyrie plays at some point this season. Yeah, I hope so. I I hope it's for the Nets. Just because I'm a spiteful motherfucker, I hope he plays like two games, and then I I'm not wishing for an injury, but I hope there's a reason why he doesn't play oh, the rest of the year. Oh, it sure sounds like you're doing your best Aaron Rodgers imitation and saying that you want an injury without saying I wish for an injury. Mm, no, I don't want him to get hurt, but I just hope I don't know. Maybe they redo the COVID thing and he's back out. Yeah, that's gonna probably be a springtime thing because Eric Adams, who's being sworn in as New York City's next mayor on January 1st said not changing anything so yeah I don't blame him either nope me neither it's the right move and Kyrie the ball's in your court figuratively and literally bro so figure it out um yeah I think that pretty much does it man all right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Sean and I will be back next week to talk a little more NFL. I'll be back in Long Island in a hotel room, so that'll be exciting. Um, Can't wait. Yeah, that about wraps it up. All right. Everybody be good. Enjoy your week. Later. Later.